Hey. What are you doing? Sending back all this stuff that Chandler bought out of guilt. Everything? Even the TV? No, I'm gonna put that in my room. <laughs> so, uh, how long are you to punish him? Five years. <laughs> You've sentenced him? Hey, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Joey, the guy's your best friend. Oh, uh, was my best friend. Anyway, I don't know why you're pushing for him so hard. With him out of the way as my best friend, there's a spot open. <laughs> oh, who, me? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I, I'm honored. You know what I'm gonna do as my first act as your best friend? I'm gonna get you to talk to Chandler. All right. Oh, but if you weren't my best friend... <laughs> You know what I'm going to do as my first act as your best friend? Get you to listen to spoilers. This is Chandler Bing Spoilers. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hello. What's up? Try, trying to bring some hard energy to the beginning of the pod. Help me out a little, chief. Did you guys time this perfectly to coincide with Thanksgiving? Has this been a master plan the whole time? Thanksgiving came up so quickly for me this year. Um, I don't know about you guys. It was kind of ridiculous. That has to do with my opening question, actually. You heard his voice there. Pappy, just what are some of your plans you got here for Thanksgiving? Don't have to give everything away. Don't have to give too personal. But what would you tell the listener? What are you generally up to this Thanksgiving? Um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. Uh... I like it because it's kind of the kickoff of Christmas season. Uh, less pressure than Christmas. You got a four-day weekend usually, so I rock with that. Um, yeah, taking Wednesday afternoon off. Got to go hang up, hang out with my parents on Thanksgiving, and then um, watch some football and get a Christmas tree. So very exciting. I do think that your your recording is probably fine, but you you sound really bad. You sound really you bad. Sound for like us. yeah, it sounds really bad. But we'll just keep marching on here, Brett. That was a great answer that we partially heard from Pappy, but what what are you up to for Thanksgiving? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can you hear me now? Uh, it sounds pretty bad, actually. Why don't you just give Brett a berth to give his answer here about Thanksgiving, Pappy? So, uh, Thanksgiving, we're hosting Brittany's family. Well, the ones, the rest of them. And uh, I'll probably be watching... The Packers get their butts kicked by the Lions, which is amazing. Um, other than that, I'm taking, I'm, I'm off Friday. And that's that's it. I got a four-day weekend, so not too bad. This is Josh from Goshen. Uh, yeah, just a lot of family hangouts. We'll have some family hanging with us, like staying with us for three or four days, which is cool. Um, I feel like it's going to be a good Thanksgiving Nothing too flashy about it, which I love. Just like a nice, cozy Thanksgiving with family. One bad thing is I think my dad has COVID. It's like fourth oh. or fifth day is going to be Thanksgiving day. So like we're still trying to figure out how to deal with that. But is brother Jordan staying with you? Brother Jordan. I don't know what's going on with them yet. This has all just come to fruition like today. So pretty fresh. <sighs> I don't know if it, this is probably like against like hippo laws to even talk about this. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Let's talk about what? My dad's sickness. What day he's on? I don't know. He's a private citizen. Airing That's out. That's not his... hippo laws, though. I mean, he might that might be Papa laws. <laughs> this episode of Friends has a lot of Papa laws in it, don't you think, Brett? Let's get into it a little bit. Um, we start here off with an opening tag. Which brings us right into the action, right? It reminds us Joey's not too happy with Chandler, is he? No, and this has maybe, I mean, one of the funniest bits of the show. Hello? <laughs> Look, I never should have kissed your girlfriend, and I'm. <laughs> Stop calling! Hey, 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 this is 92.3 WXRK $1,000 daily challenge. All right. What is the name of your roommate who is very, very sorry and would do anything? 
the third time he calls, he acts like he's a radio host, and Joey, who's already fallen for this twice of the calls, he thinks that he's about to win $1,000, and it's so funny. It's so sad, though, because he's so dumb. Uh, what is the name of your roommate who's really sorry? I don't remember, but... Do you like this opening bit, Pappy? Because I feel like there's a good moment with Joey on the phone last episode that you called out, and this is more kind of Joey's timing with the phone seems to be really working, hmm. don't you think? <laughs> yeah. like He falls for it twice in a row, which is pretty classic Joey. And then I, I like uh, Chandler's oh. K-Rock boys. What a 2.9, K-Rock. Should I just drop? Can you guys not hear me? <laughs> I mean, I heard you. It, it just—it's pretty choppy. Can you can you do like a quick just restart? See how it is. Yeah, here I'll turn back. How's that? That's better. Ooh. Fuck! Sorry, boys. What's going on? I don't know. I as soon as I hit record, it started being all fucky. Ooh, this does sound good. Yeah. Well, if this sounds okay, I never hit, stopped hitting record. So sorry, I threw off the. I feel bad. you never. You never stopped hitting record. No, it's still recording. How is that possible? <laughs> I thought you restarted yeah, your computer. No, I turned off my internet. Turned that back on. Okay. Well, we haven't stopped recording too, so this will be. I don't know probably a shit burglar to put together but we'll Sorry, see boys. no it's okay it's okay um what i was just getting at was we got out of the end tag and we're into the theme song i've been making a big deal about it but do you guys have any notes here or do you want me to just press skip like what what are you guys thinking i, I skipped this time i apologize I, I mean i'm sorry that i'm not sorry i guess <laughs> I watched it all the way through again. I tried to count the number of scenes to, to verify the accuracy oh. of the last one. Well, that trivia was for that episode, whereas they may edit the inserts. It, it, yeah, I mean, it will change occasionally in a season. Like uh, one of the when Monica does the shiver at the end, that becomes one of the clips at some point. I gotta say too, I don't think I ever just said that we are covering season four, episode eight, the one with Chandler in a box. Oh yeah. I hope you know that title already, folks, because that's such a classic episode. And we get into in here after the theme song, the one with Chandler in a box. We're gonna build our way to the box at the very end, but I think it's important to note you teased this last time, Brett, but this is a Thanksgiving friends episode and there's some thanksgiving stuff around the quote meat of the episode but turkey <laughs> i gotta say it's just a good episode thanksgiving aside or not and it just happens to coincide with thanksgiving yeah. like what's the no. magic here what's the recipe for this being such good television just as to add on to what you're saying like we were talking about it before, you know, different shows said different episodes. Friends is known for their Thanksgiving episodes. But this is like, while this is obviously a great episode, it's like the least amount of Thanksgiving we get pretty much um, in a Thanksgiving episode. So, but yeah. I, it's just, it's a Joey, it's a Joey Chandler episode. Plus you get um, like Ross and Rachel are good when they're together and they're also kind of good when they're sniping at each other and phoebe doesn't have much to do which some people might think is a plus like me and then it's just i don't know it's just got all the classic elements i mean chandler is pretty pretty funny in this episode so pappy now that your internet's back how do you feel about the feels the thanksgiving feels how do, how do they just hit you in this episode as we start getting into it it's like a, it's a pretty tense Thanksgiving they have going on. Um, you know, it's a Friendsgiving, literally a Friends 
Thanksgiving episode, like you said. Um, but I feel like the group is not in sync and the outside guests they bring give some people <laughs> bad vibes with it. You know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of tension, at least for the, the majority of this episode, right? Amongst the friends crew. Let's get into that tension. Cause I think that serves as basically the A, B and C plots as we move along. And this opening scene, it does have this Thanksgiving atmosphere because Monica is bustling around the kitchen. There's a huge turkey on the table. She's getting everything set just perfect. And all of a sudden, she opens the fridge and a piece of ice explodes and like hits her in the face. Um, <clears throat> it's an inciting incident, right, Brett? What does this lead to? Yeah, so uh, I don't remember. I cannot remember if... What happens with the ice, actually? How does she get hit with ice? An ice chip Good question. Scrapes her cornea? I don't know. I, I I don't even remember. Does she break the ice or... I think you I get... I don't remember. I, be, I, I get the impression she's hustling around the kitchen so much. She's kind of tossing egg beaters, spoons, <laughs> ice, and something just... An ice shard, as far as she knows, bounced up and hit her right in the center of the eye. Is that about right? Yeah, I'd say that pretty much sums it up. Hate when that happens. Yeah, oh yeah. So anyway, yeah, Brett, what does this all lead to? There's a whole chain of events. So her eye really hurts really bad, and they're like, you need to go see an eye doctor. She's like, I can't. Richard's my eye doctor. And Richard is uh, Tom Selleck, Richard Burke, um, who was her longtime boyfriend. Again, I was going to say, I can't remember if they break up in season two or three, but... um, but she has to go, but they call and they find out that he's on vacation and she could see the on-call doctor. So she's like, yes, I will see him. Like Phoebe calling off on behalf, calling on behalf of Monica's eye. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> she, she made me laugh at one point later on. I can't remember exactly what it was, but pretty good. What did you want to say, Brett? Because not that we have to cover the whole thing, but I don't want you to hold back either. Oh, no, I just like... So she goes and they're like, oh, Dr. Burke will see you soon. He's, she's like, no, let's to see the, the uh, on-call doctor. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's his son. So, of course, spoiler alert, he's a hottie. So, uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks like, what's the opposite of looking like your father? Because that's what he looks like. He couldn't look less like. Um, as a white guy, he couldn't look less like uh, Tom Selleck. So um, I guess they just got a handsome guy and we're like, oh, this is Tom Selleck's son. So, yeah, and he's really nice. He's a good doctor. They have a little chemistry. Um, they talk about Richard and it gets weird, but not as weird as they thought it could be. And his girlfriend dumped him. So she invites him to Thanksgiving. A couple other things I like about this opening scene is that we get a little bit of hints or seeds or little reminders of other bigger plot points going on. Monica and Phoebe's business is just mentioned briefly. And Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this episode, Ross and Rachel are kind of like at it again. Yeah. And like me rewatching this movie or or me rewatching this episode and anyone ever watching it for like the first time, both of those seeds have like equal room to kind of grow in this episode. So it's kind of cool that like they're both there. You're left to wonder for one and the other one kind of like goes full force, but um, probably wouldn't be the one you'd expect to go full force, to be honest, which is pretty kind of like a serious moment at the end, but we'll get to that. But speaking of serious moments, there's another one here at the beginning of the, of the, uh, There's another one here at the beginning of the episode, or at least in the first act, because Ross confronts Joey about like, hey, I really think you should give Chandler a chance and at least talk to him. Um, And I maybe I'm. Maybe I'm leaning too hard into this, but Pappy, I really loved when like Ross gets serious and that opening teaser I had for this whole episode is based on this Ross quote of like, love it. Hey, I'm honored to be your best friend, but talk to Chandler. And it gets serious 
quick. I, I, and it works for me at least. Yeah, definitely. Ross has got some drip on. Again, he's rocking the cable net sweater. <laughs> Looking good. Dude, you episode. love Ross's clothes. <laughs> What's he hey, wearing? Cable net sweater. Uh, I don't know. It just looks good. Uh, also, I, I noticed this time after you guys pointed it out on the uh, little Etch-A-Sketch board, it's uh, Chandler written, I'm sorry, like a million times. But yeah. A lot, yeah. And you know, I like how there's like hey, Chandler You guys didn't Joe- count how many times that's written, did you? Shit. No. Oh, I saw it on the trivia, but I, I don't remember what uh, it is. Just mo- mm. <laughs> go ahead. Pat, Why? Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I like how it's like I don't know. Within this group of friends, Joey and Chandler are best friends, you know, and Ross is okay with that. And even to the point where he's like, "No, you need to talk to your best friend," you know, like you, you guys need to stay cool. It's it's important to you. I, I think it works too. For as goofy and aloof as Ross can be, I don't know. He's really standing up to Joey here. I like that. I will say, Chandler, you got to go someplace else other than the Central Perk to make oh, that I know, cash. I know. Like, anywhere I else. I can't believe he pulls that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think Gunther coming in hot is a, that's a really funny line. <laughs> that's a good joke. That's a really good joke. I thought you were Chandler is like the ultimate diss. And then he goes, well, one of you, one of you is over there. <laughs> uh, rest, in, rest in peace, Gunther. He's got no time for the men of the Friends group. That's for sure. <laughs> I didn't see it, but apparently there's a potato in whatever he's cooking or cleaning or something. And it's apparently really sticks out, but I, I don't have the episode on, so... You know, but. classic coffee shop mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Traditional. Yeah, sure. I think we're moving into act two here. We get a quick little scene of Monica and Richard's son in the eye office kind of gaining momentum in their relationship. There's some sparks flying. There's not a, too much substance here. But the scene I wanted to dig into a little bit because I think it's cool and it's hitting that Joey zone we've talked about before, Brett. But... Chandler comes back to the apartment and Joey's moving out. So, yeah, again, as Pap said, like, that's the worst place to be canoodling in public. It's like Joey goes to act his apartment. I mean, the apartment building and Central Perk, like you're going to run into him. And says Joey's like almost never working anyway. um, So, yeah, he's going to go stay at his mom's for a few days or whatever. Until he can get a, an apartment, uh, a new place. And Chandler's like just devastated. And I uh, can't remember exactly what they're arguing about. But, oh, yeah. he's. And then he said, you know what I was thinking when I was stuck in that that TV box when I got all the stuff stolen about how much I let you down? And Chandler's like, I would, I would stay in a box if I could to prove to you how much I want your friendship. And Joey's like, gets the big classic Joey eyes. And he goes, we got a box. And then you look at the big box that had the foosball table in it. And first of all, Josh, tell, just tell everyone why if you play foosball with spins, you're a loser. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the plot of friends. No, but it's no, it, I, I agree. Need to know. We're not to the hot take part of the episode, but yeah, you're not supposed to spin. No, you're not supposed to spin in fo- foosball. No spinning. There's, there's no, I hate, I see that in movies. There's on, a man. couple of times we looked at each other and we're like, hey, play this, play with spins to three, just as like a fuck around game, but that's not real foosball at all. Yeah, there's no skill involved. So anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah. And then that kind of sets up the, the third act, if you will. Yeah, I do think that does set up the third act, but. Pappy, don't you have to commend the writing here? This whole thing about Chandler having to spend time in a box. It comes about somehow naturally for Joey. I really buy it and love it. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't like inhibit the character of Chandler in any way, right? Because Chandler is all about like snappy oh, nice. one-liners, quick jokes, and he's able to do those from the box still. Yeah, he's he's dropping bombs in that box. <laughs> yeah. sure. If anything else, him being in the box makes it funnier. <laughs> Just to, they show a shot of the box as he's saying it. When he when he does the one-fold, two-fold, three-fold with his fingers through, 
it's just like really good, super simple physical comedy. Mm, the air hole. <laughs> it hurts. I think there might be one little scene I'd really like to chew on here before we get into the threefold reasons for the box, Brett. Uh, uh-huh. Which we're almost there. But there's a scene where all of the friends are basically confirming to Monica that like, no, bringing your ex's son to Thanksgiving dinner as a date is not a good idea. This is classic friends moments for me. Like this is similar to all of the friends telling Chandler, Hey, no dating your best friends or loving your best friends. Girlfriend is not a good idea or getting her a great gift. Isn't a good idea, right? Like this is, kind of the jury of friends speaking truth to someone who's struggling or something. Yeah, but they almost never listen to him. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, for sure. Um, also, just, I mean, you had a problem with something earlier. I, the, I said it to Brittany when, he, when Ross, when uh, Joey said it, what would you have done if Chandler would have kissed Rachel? Not even remotely the same situation. Just want to say that. Um, but anyway, because um, Ross Ooh, had been in love with may- her forever, and maybe that hints to the future Joey Rachel relationship, though. Oh, I hated that relationship, but you know, it was okay. Just um, a theory. Maybe. Uh, I don't know if they knew that at this point, but. Um, I don't remember where we were. Oh, yeah. So they're trying to give them advice, and they never really listen. Um, they have to kind of learn the hard way. Uh, that's what she does in this episode. She learns the really hard way when she tries to kiss Jack? Jack? Tim. Tim? Tim, yeah. Dr. Tim. Dr. Timothy to you. I don't know. He ain't my doctor. Just a wild plot point. That is that's insane. Like, obviously that's not okay, right? Like, you guys would never date the mom of your wife or something. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know. You just got to know that's that not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty messed up. But I guess the difference is uh, Tim, Dr. Timothy Burke is her age. True. That's okay. the only thing that makes it again. That doesn't take away from the the weirdness of it. And as we know, plenty of people sleep with their you know moms and stuff and I've daughters and all that stuff. So yeah, yes, Oreo. exactly. Or Oreo. Jerry Springer. So you know, obviously it does happen, but like these are normal people, and they have the wherewithal to realize it's weird. Um, so. It is weird. Richard's son, Tim, we think it's Tim, finally does come over. (laughs) And we have our Thanksgiving meal proper here. But for some reason, the six-hour stretch that Chandler has to be in the box is during some, like, really primetime life events, (laughs) including, like, Thanksgiving dinner. Any just first impressions, guys, as we get into this dinner and just what it kind of feels like to be having a seemingly regular dinner with one of the people in your friends group in a box on the side. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> you got to think from like Dr. Tim's perspective too. Like he's walking into one of them's in a box. Ross and Rachel are just sniping at each other like crazy. And <laughs> His date has like an eye patch on. Like this is just like an absurd Thanksgiving to be walking into cold. Like, who are these people? What is going on here? Not to mention whatever Phoebe did with the recipe while Monica was gone. Oh yeah, gosh, <laughs> Monica's gonna lose it. I like Phoebe in this episode. Yeah, that's, it's funny when she tips the butter in, and she's yeah. part of like the friends, like jury too. And I noticed also a little bit later when like Kathy comes in and becomes part of the picture, Phoebe's like the one to quickly explain like why Chandler can't talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does a good job. And she like kind of like, I don't know. She, she's, she's a good friend in this episode. I'll just say that. But she'll be there for him. During this dinner, 
the guest is very curious about like why this person is in a box. And Chandler says the reasons are threefold. Can you guys remember the three tenets for the the boxing here? You go ahead, tap them. I just remember it hurts. That's number three. Um, number three is it hurts. Oh, what is the first one? Um, oh, well, I'm looking at the quote right now. So, uh, No, don't just say the quote, Brett. That's cheating. I won't. Let's see. The first one is it gives him time to think about what he did. Yup. That's the first one. Time mm-hmm. to think in a box. Makes sense. Yep. Number two. Second one, I, I think it probably just, I think he says it proves how much he cares about his friendship with Joey. Yep. Which kind of I'm bleeds both. in, it kind of bleeds into the third one. It hurts. And it, the reason it hurts as a reason is because that proves how much he cares about the friendship. I don't know. <laughs> It's like some monk shit, like pain to atone for your sins. (laughs) Well, that reminds me of like when Ross confronts him about the situation earlier, when Ross confronts Joey, that is. And like Joey has this like rule in his mind that it's this is a five year sentence, not in a box, (laughs) but like a French, but a friendship sentence of five years of not being friends, I guess. Right, Brett? Josh. If you can't do it, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. I guess. But where did this rule come from? Is this like an old Italian proverb or something? That, it's like it everyone knows it. five years. You kiss your girlfriend <laughs> five years. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I That really never comes up again. So I don't really know. Yeah. Luckily, but, they find this middle way, which is the box, right? Yep. We talked about some of the jokes that Chandler has. I dude, I laughed so hard at the fake out knock and he does from the <laughs> good. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe we'll play and maybe we'll play a quote from one of the other jokes. But Brett, the jokes are funny, but what makes them so great is they lead to another serious moment, right? Because it's not right that Chandler's just in here having a great time. <laughs> oh, I'll get it. Gotcha. <laughs> that doesn't sound like thinking to me. Sorry. You know, I don't think you should be talking at all in there. I think you got too much thinking to do to be talking and making jokes. Okay, okay, you got it. Ross, could you pass me the yams? Sure. Oh, and Joey's got the mashed potatoes if you want to exchange them. <laughs> Will you stop? matter with you oh we've got company there's nothing the matter with me see i'm not completely devoid of sentiment see i have feelings okay fine you can't tell but i'm trying to break the tension by mooning you guys All right, look, if this is just a big joke to you, then forget about it, all right? This means something to me. And if it doesn't mean anything to you, then you should get out of there. Otherwise, you're just an idiot in a box. You're right, and I'm sorry. This, this means a lot to me. I want you to be my friend again. I swear I won't say another word tonight. So you're going to start taking this thing seriously? Absolutely. That sounds like another word to me. <laughs> Are you going to take this seriously? Okay. What's brilliant is that the jokes themselves lead to the plot furthering. You know what I mean? I think so. Uh, The fact he's the fact he's even joking, it's like acknowledged, and then because of how funny he is, he needs to be punished further. Yeah. So he's like, it doesn't sound like you're doing much thinking in there. You know, if you're not going to take it seriously, you might as well get out of the box. And then he goes, oh, this led to another really funny little mini physical part that Joey does. Um, He goes, I promise I will not say another word. And Joey goes, says something like, you promise or whatever. And he's like, I swear. He's like, oh, you just said another word. And then he said something like, you promise? And then I love when he leans in, like puts his ear to the hole. 
to see if Joey says anything out of Chandler. That really cracks me up. Um, is that what you were going for, Josh? Or did I miss out? Or am I just missing what you're, you're no, laying down? No, exactly. I just, I, I don't know. I just really like this plot point. I love it a lot. How Joey well, big, yeah. is like kind of playing the dad role or something. And like, hey, you're in punishment right now. Like you have the dunce yeah. cap on. You're not supposed to be like having a good time. This is supposed to be embarrassing for you. This is a joke for you? <laughs> yeah. As, as Joey said to Tim Burke, Dr. Burke, he's doing some thinking. So he needs to be thinking in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's brilliant because it does lead into the catalyst of what uh, ends this beef and kind of spurs the relationship with Chandler and Kathy. Kathy Chronicles, episode four, by the way. I don't know if we said that. We will get to Kathy entering the scene in just a second. But before that happens, I think that we should acknowledge that there is a C-plot. And it's not the Monica Phoebe business, Pappy. The Ross Rachel thing really bubbles up here kind of out of nowhere. They're kind of giving each other shit throughout the episode about how one, I I think it's basically Ross saying like everything you get as a gift, you return and you're not a sentimental person. Yeah, we didn't mention that they do Secret Santa. Because uh, Monica and uh, Phoebe don't really have any money at the time, so right. Which, which is yeah. As we like yeah. break this down, it's I mean that's just really fucking good sitcom writing, right? Like because like you said, Josh, you're carrying all these threads, but it's doing it in a pretty unintrusive way. It's like oh, we have a business, so let's do Secret Santa, which leads into Ross and Phoebe or Ross and Rachel time. You know, it's it's all kind of just fitting together and pretty it just flows really well. Like you don't really notice it, but it's like kind of reminding you of all these things. Walk us through though, how the Ross and Rachel thing comes to a head. Yeah. So Ross is upset when he realizes that Rachel's been returning all of the gifts that he's given her, including a gold necklace, which he gave her last year on, on Christmas. Um, so there's some uncomfortable sniping, at the table like he's he just keeps taking shots at her Uh, i think it like leads into Uh, saying would you return the yams yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um but it turns out while rachel may not hold on to some of the gifts that that's not really what holds sentimental value for her and she has an eggshell from the first time that he made her breakfast in bed she has a ticket stub from the first movie she has like I don't know, like a a brontosaurus tooth or something that she stole from the museum, which was the first place that they they did it, and, and that's pretty funny too. And he's like, "Yeah, we have people Dude, looking so for funny. this." <laughs> yeah. He says, "I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, though. You're not supposed to take these. It's like it's a million, like a years, million old. years old. <laughs> we actually have people looking for that. That's really freaking funny. I love it. We have people looking for it. It's <laughs> way more than a million years old, too. That's insane." <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's hard to imagine a circumstance where you would, A, keep all the things from your ex, and B, bust them back out. Like, this is a tough yeah. scene. Like, To what? be fair, though, like he, he was, he was kind of baiting her into that, but yeah. For <laughs> sure, but like, what is she saying? by flashing all these mementos that she clearly still holds dear to her heart. Well, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't, I don't think people would, would say that she still cares about him, but like the relationship obviously meant something to her and it still does. Like they can snipe at each other all they want, but they still have great memories and they, it still means a lot to them as you see throughout, you know, the show, they go back and forth. Uh, will they, won't they type thing. So, yeah. That's a really good, thoughtful point, Brett. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, Monica and Richard's son actually do kiss, and it's gross as anticipated Ew. by the Friends jury. So, not much to linger on there. That ends pretty abruptly when they realize, like, 
it's just too weird. And I think that's appreciated by all. So we need to get into what is the best and most memorable scene of this. And lucky for us, it has to do all about Kathy. Because this is the Kathy Chronicles episode four, Brett. She four doesn't, six, yes. She doesn't make her appearance. Wait, 406? What? what? Well, I told you, remember, she's only in six episodes, but yeah. Right, right, right. Four of six. She doesn't make her appearance in this episode until the third act, but it's still an mm. epic. Remember, appear- they're, ki- they're kissing in Central ah, Park, remember? true, 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 true. Uh, totally true. I would just say this then. Her appearances in this episode are minimal compared to the previous mm-hmm. three episodes. But very, very powerful, especially this scene. Get us into it, Pappy. Like, she just first knocks at the door, and the worst friend possible is there to answer it, right? Hey, listen, I want you to know how sorry yes, I am. It's okay. Chandler's what I'm mad at. So. Well, I'm still sorry. Is he here? In the box. <laughs> Chandler? Oh, he, he can't talk right now. <laughs> Why not? What's going on? He's he's trying to show Joey how much he means to him. By being in a box. Joey had reasons. (laughs) They were threefold. Mm -hmm. Joey answers the door, and he has a look of, like, disappointment on his face. But I, I really, really like this point about Joey, too, is he doesn't bear Kathy any ill will. Um... Because it was never about even like her kissing someone else. It was the betrayal of his best friend and that trust, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. so, you know, he's not mad at her at all, but Chandler is able to win him back with the way he handles the situation in the box. But I think you're saying it's just really fucking good writing. I like, think it really is. Like, it's the perfect way for him to show that he cares more about Joey than this. Well, Pappy, yeah, I mean, don't you think that? Yeah. Don't you think that answers the big question you had last episode? Like you made a big deal of not understanding where like Joey was coming from being mad. But does this help clarify that at all? No, I mean I think I understood that. I think I just didn't understand like why he was sulking so much about the breakup when he was going on two dates in a night. But, you know, once he finds out that it was Chandler's the other guy, that totally changes everything. The the bro code has been violated and Chandler's willing to just not even say a word, stick to this promise, and let, let Kathy walk out of his life. And that moves Joey deeply. Well, we're not quite there yet, because I want Brett to fill in. Hopefully, you're not just reading from the script, but what is like the sentiment of what Kathy is saying here when she finally bypasses Joey? Well, a little bit of... I, I got a little, a little peeved with Kathy during this scene, just a little bit, because... She's like, I hate what this is doing to you and your friend. I don't want to come in between you. I don't want to be the cause of it. Well, guess what, Kathy? You already are. So you leaving is just going to make both of them be devastated even more. So anyway, I, I get that's not, I know that's not really the point, but she was she's really saying, I really liked you. Uh, I think this could have been really great but I can't be the one that causes two great friends to to not be friends anymore. So I'm going to go stay with my mom or whatever, whoever in Chicago for a while. Yeah. Yeah. She breaks up yeah. with him in front of the entire friends group. <laughs> There's an awkward That's a moment. Funny little bit. Yeah, yeah. They all have to kind of move away, but it's still, they're still just listening from the kitchen, but I don't think what you said was stupid or out of line there. I think that's a really salient point, Brett, that like, uh, I guess, uh, Pappy, how how are you feeling on Kathy right now? Just as a person in her character, she's breaking up with Chandler. 
is her reasoning fit? You know, I, I think in her mind, she was doing the right thing, right? Like, I don't, I think she thought that her presence, especially after what happened in Central Perk, was only fanning the flames of uh, discontent between these two best friends, you know, breaking up with a guy when he's in a box. I mean, you know, it's kind of kicking him while he's down <laughs> a little bit, but uh, you know, I, I think she probably should have just never kissed Chandler in the first place. If she's that beat up about it, you know, I guess this is probably the next best thing in her mind to do. Almost as yeah. bad as Kyle cared getting broken up with a yak back. Fifth grade. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> I, I think I told that story on episode a like 107 back? or something. Yeah. What's a yak back? You would record your voice and it would play it right back in like five second clips. The girl he was dating at the time, I don't want to say her name. She had a couple friends pass back a yak back and it was like, say it. I think we need to break up. Beep. Oh, man. First <laughs> of all, Kyle, if you're listening, love you, Kyle. Miss you. Yeah, Kyle's awesome. That's an interesting story. Did she apply uh, any of the effects to it? Was it like, did she do any? <gasps> like a big round of applause at the end. It, it wasn't like the Home Alone 2, like, let's break up. It wasn't that, was it? <laughs> Credit card? No problem. <laughs> what the heck was that called? Rec Record Master? Nah, it doesn't matter. So, Where do you come down on it, Josh? Like, do you think Kathy did the right thing? I think I'm kind of yes. Brett's kind of no. Yeah, I mean, okay. First of all, just I don't know if I say if she did the wrong thing. I'm just saying it's like you kind of already done did it. Yeah. Um, I, I get it. You're probably trying to mitigate the circumstance, like the situation, make it a little better. Um, so I, I'm not saying I I'm against what she's doing. I'm just saying, hey, come on, you the horse you're is already out of the deep barn. in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kind of kick this can down the road. Reminds me <laughs> of a question that Brett asked me on the first Friends episode we did. Where do I stand on like, Ross in general? Let's just take this episode by episode and maybe by episode six, if we get there, of the Cro- Kathy Chronicles. I'll come down on Kathy as a person. Is that fair? Oh, we'll have plenty to come down on Kathy. Ah, don't spoil it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know where you're going. So, funny uh, line. We, one one thing we haven't gotten to here is like the epic single finger wave that Chandler gives oh. after she, he's getting broke up with, and like, yes, finally Joey cracks and turns, and he goes from being like father upset to his son. Or he goes from being father upset with his son to being father and extremely proud of his son and wanting to help him in any way he can. Also, you kind of something that I didn't really notice, but you mentioned earlier, and now I'm kind of laughing about it, is I believe after she leaves and we see the finger, Joey's kind of looking stern, and then he turns and looks at Ross, who's kind of giving him the, that look. Yes, he and is. And then that's like kind of what tips him back over, so... Ross is kind of killing it in this episode as a best friend. Did you notice that look? Even Pappy? though he knows it's not going to last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed it. Um, I also noticed all the looks that Joey was given the box every time Chandler made a joke, oh, yeah. too. Like, yeah, there's a lot kind of <laughs> happening in the background. Open the box. Yeah. Is it? What's the. I mean, where does this rank up with seven for uh, box open reveals? Does Chandler have the upper hand now? <laughs> <laughs> what are your best performances of the accent yet, yeah. Brett? I, think I wasn't expecting to do it either, so I'm proud of myself. An underrated line from this episode is when Joey says something like, consider this a Merry Christmas from your secret Santa. Yeah. Yeah. That's weirdly like emotional. Like There's some sort of hit there. I don't even understand, but I... Got a little gut he, punch from it. He kind of did steal from him, which is funny. But I don't know. I love you. Did some really good thinking in there. You feeling it at the end, Pap? Is this good feels? Yeah, I like when he's like, "All right, I gotta trade someone for their secret Santa too," because he didn't <laughs> actually have him. Oh yeah, definitely. And as you know, it's a uh, 
these two episodes back to back, they're just a nice little story about, you know, male friendship, best friendship. Like it's really freaking working like their relationship. So yeah, it's a sweet little arc that they have. Real quick. I think I laughed at this line. Um, Kathy says, why is he in the box? And Rachel goes, Joey had reasons. And Phoebe goes, they were threefold. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> the three, the threefold callback is hilarious. Yeah, definitely, definitely funny. I wish there was just like one friend who like broke and kind of laughed in the background when she said that. That's yeah. funny. Um, there's a little tag on this episode from the balcony, which is kind of cool. That reminds me of just I feel like there's a lot of Friends episodes that will begin or end on a balcony scene like this, but. They're all just watching and I'll just play out the scene really quick. It's like they think they see Chandler and Kathy reuniting, but really it's a burglary taking place. (laughs) And then they do see Kathy and Chandler reuniting and they start like kissing hardcore. And I think the main takeaways for me from this was that the casual violence for someone living in NYC at this time was just kind of run of the mill course happening right next to the romantic scene apparently but also the best parts of new york too it really just confirms joey is like fully flipped rooting for kathy and chandler now oh, yeah. already and you kind of love he, to he see like it. Missing it yeah for sure it's awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. i love it because he's a great he's a great guy i mean he really is and that i think that comes out in this episode for sure he has his principles and he's righteous but he's a good guy. I agree. And, I mean, again, we talked about it. he's a womanizer. He's not he's not perfect, but he's got a good heart. So. Like you said, Joey has his warts. But what do you guys think? Final thoughts? What you got here? I do have a final thought. Um, Can I just say that oh, on sp- I just wanted to say on spoilers, we typically do a spoiler at the beginning of the episode, an opening question, plot outline. Final thoughts, yes or no, trivia, toss it to Spoiler Man. <laughs> okay. I just I just read a thing where it's like healthy to like say what format? Yeah, yeah. it's hel- it's healthy to talk about your format. I just read like an article. It only about took it. us like four hundred and fifty <laughs> episodes. Four hundred and ninety episodes. I'm trying so to like what we're doing. I'm trying to organically work that into the pod. Hey, right now. Is it working? It's okay. I don't you know. Can evolve. <laughs> you can evolve. It's nothing wrong with that. That's like the All least right. organic thing I've ever done on the pod, but I'm, I don't want to edit it. So <laughs> let me give you the outline of the episode. <laughs> yes. Oh, we gotta hurry up. My 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 headphone batteries are dying. Oh, he's gone. No, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> what was your final thought? Hold on. I see. Oh, I'm at 20%. That's fine. Get out of my ear, lady. Okay. So I got two final thoughts. One is we kind of skipped over it. Um, and some of them, like, maybe like Pappy, you might not know, or a casual fan. When Chandler comes in to the apartment for the first time, I think right when the uh, theme song ends, he's like, ugh, Thanksgiving. Uh, that's a very, very common, that's probably top three, top five most common Chandler things, is he hates Thanksgiving. And you find out later, uh, either later or earlier, but uh, the people who watch Friends know the classic line, more turkey, Mr. Chandler. Um, <laughs> so, yes, he hates Thanksgiving. He he never eats turkey. They always make him like a chicken or mac and cheese or something. So, um, find a second thought. And I know Josh might would maybe touch on this later, but I've gotten some really positive feedback about these shows. And Pappy, I got to tell you, one of the people just raved about you being on their last episode and loved it. So um, they loved it as much. They loved it as much as we love it. So well, wait till and, they hear my, uh, my wife brother, going out. They're gonna love me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> my brother said the same thing. Like he he likes the fact that like Josh and I are like the more seasoned friends, and you're kind of uh, you know learning as like you know you've watched some but you haven't watched a ton and it's just it's a really nice format i think to toot uh josh's horn for getting you on here so that's all i got but i'm loving that people are loving these episodes getting these like bonus episodes out loving it pretty fun yeah uh 
Very fun doing this the week of Thanksgiving too. I the one final thought that I had, uh, Josh and Brett. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Um, I don't know how often you can like see him breaking, but I never noticed this kind of thing. But when Ross says to Rachel, "It's like a million years old," like Monica, like is totally like stifling back a laugh, and I don't know why that makes it so much funnier to me. Like she turns her head really quick, and you can see like her smiling and like fighting it back. Like I, I don't know, it's just a really good, <laughs> a good line. Yeah, um, I have to watch that. It's funny. Yeah. As per usual, we're not just going to do a yes or no as typical on spoilers. We're going to do a yes or no plus a friend's letter grade. Brett and I have kind of defined this as like, you're not rating it as a TV show versus all other TV shows of all time. It's kind of like within the friend's universe, I think, where it stands. But Brett, do you want to go first? Kind of set the tone here for this yeah. Thanksgiving episode. This is tricky. The, I mean, obviously this is a yes, um, but this is tricky because this is a great episode. Um, but like, I know there's like an, this is like a really solid A, like maybe even like a high A. Um, it's got a lot of good stuff. It's got the sentimental stuff. It's got pretty decent B and C storylines. Like none of them are bad. I mean, and. The A storylines, classic uh, Chandler in a box. I mean, that's just like people know and Kathy, and it's just it's really it's really good. It's a really good episode. It's easy to see why this is one of the higher rated episodes. Done. This is Josh from Goshen. I this is yes. I thought this was actually going to be an A plus for me. And I love it so much. I I think just out of respect, I got to lower it to an A because I think there's just maybe like one or two other episodes that are better. And I want to save my A pluses for things that are like that good. Like how many episodes are there, friends? 232 or something like that. Yeah. So this is in the top 10, maybe even five but still maybe not an A plus. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Super high A. I love this episode. And I think one of the main things is it's just like a brain worm. Parts of this episode, if you watch it, will just kind of become core memories for you. I don't know how else to explain it except to say that. like, It's just memorable. And some of the individual lines, some of the imagery, some of the looks from joey or ross not even dialogue or not even anything really calculable in science you just like feel it and god maybe it should be an a plus maybe but uh i think like brett said done uh pappy from goshen i'm gonna give it an a minus uh i really really liked it I think it's a hard yes and A minus. The I'm just, only the, I'm just joking. The only thing that I I just didn't really love the whole Monica plotline with the doctor, and that's probably because it's just like yeah. taken out of context. And I don't even like I didn't even know like Tom Selleck was like on the show, so it's like it just it feels uh, yeah, very for sure out of left field, and th- that's hard to catch up with. But man, like I don't know, it's just a really beautiful little ending with. Joey and Chandler and you know about friendship and I, I laughed a lot like I said I laughed a lot when Chandler was in the box uh, Phoebe also made me laugh and you know even the Ross and Rachel stuff was making me laugh quite a bit so you know very solid episode of Friends enjoyed it I'm with you Pap and I like I wouldn't necessarily say I agree with Josh like for me it's not a top 5 top 10 of my favorites I mean it's, it's really good I do I think it's just a great episode it's not one of my all-time favorites, but it's it's a it is a favorite, just not one of my all-time favorites. So, um, speaking of football, though, the the joke where Chandler's like, "Big game oh, almost so done," good. and Monica's like, "You don't have to do that." <laughs> Very so relatable, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah, uh, because there's a classic, I think from season two or three, where no, it's it's later because uh, Ross and uh, Chandler and Monica are together in the season. And, he just pretends to shout stuff at the TV because uh, he doesn't want to help Monica cook. 
So he just like he's like every once in a while I'll just yell at the screen. Yeah, so he he knows what he's doing. Sneaky. But that's it. That's all I got. Can I just say something awkward? Mm. Just being real. Chandler having to be like silent in a box with the other friends around is a sad. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that until you brought it up. Oh, damn. There's something in that. I don't want to dig deeper than that. Let's get to trivia. <laughs> Let the good time roll. <laughs> Happy, I love you. Okay. Last time, I think we said how many inserts are there of... Do you guys remember what the cool trivia was last year? We How many insert shots in the intro? Yeah, Fabio said like twenty-four, twenty-six. I think Brett and yeah. I were both right around it. I guessed thirty. I thought, and you guessed twenty-four, and the answer was twenty-six. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. crazily close. We have another theme song trivia tonight. All right. Hopefully, you were watching this episode's theme song closely. Pappy, you're first. You have the disadvantage because it's just like a closest two. But in this theme song, how many times is Chandler shown solo with no other friends' faces in the scene? It, I'm not going to say you can't count the umbrella scenes. Those count. Uh, I think it's probably not that many. I, I can't, like, you know, obviously picture it, but I'm going to say, you know, just him. There might be, like, a couple extra close-ups of him by the fountain because I feel like they kind of get some like individual close-ups. I'm going to say f- uh, four or five. F- I'll say five. But, mm. My first guess was going to be three and then I decided I was going to go seven. So I would go six. There's probably no way there's that many, but I'll go six. And Brett, I'm just thankful for your friendship and Pappy. I'm thankful for your friendship. Aw, I'm thankful for I you hope guys that listen I hope that listeners are thankful for what they got going on. Leave a comment on this episode of what you're thankful for, and we'll definitely read it on a future. Give us some episode. iTunes reviews, please. We need some so bad. So Indeed. bad. And in fact, the total amount that Chandler has shown in the theme song of Friends in season four, episode eight, the one with Chandler in a box is simply three times. Pete. Happy. Nice job, Pat. You earned Mm. a hot take and a toss out to spoilers. But before we do that, speaking of things we're thankful for, I want to read a couple of Austin's comments that he's left on friends episodes so far okay yeah so the first one we put out which was season four episode five the one with chandler's new girlfriend austin said really enjoyed this new type of episode format r.i.p matthew perry love the great episode thank you definitely appreciate that the next one we put out he said if I were to recommend this pod to someone, I'd probably tell them to listen to the collector episode first. The Mecca of spoilers, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. And then he said, Brett, I hope you love this. He said, Brett singing on the pod should be a staple. <laughs> he should mm. even do a cover of the spoilers theme with Ooh. the little Ooh. look eyes emoji. Is that something maybe we could pull out at the end of this? I don't know. I don't want to step on the rutabaga. Come on. Josh (laughs) Hensley is ready for this. (laughs) Wait, I I don't... This is spoilers. Mm. Or do you want me to do the... This (laughs) is spoilers. (laughs) Maybe we'll put them together and they'll harmonize perfectly. But Austin... Sorry, sorry. An angel just... Uh, took my mic from me and gave it back to me. What, what did the angel say? Austin, 
I hope you're happy with that. And I hope that you know that you're definitely appreciated as a fan and a Patreon and a just a friend of the pod. Great guy. Pappy. Uh, Thanksgiving to all who listen to spoilers. Um, can't believe we're almost at 500 episodes. Just two really quick hot takes. First one. Xfinity Wi-Fi, you're on my shit list now. Uh, you got to work your way out of the doghouse, much like Chandler had to work his way out of the doghouse. I need to see some pun- some penance from you. Second quick hot take. I've been a proponent of this in a long time, but I feel like D&D get too much shit for the way Game of Thrones is, and I know I'm like fucking obsessed with it right now, but George R. R. Martin said he has 1,100 pages done of Winds of Winter. The exact same he had December 2022, 1,100 pages oh, done. Get so a I, new slant. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, Pat. People don't forget, but I hope you don't forget about spoilers, and don't forget to be thankful to everyone around you and uh, everything you have, and uh, that was spoilers. Take it away, spoiler man. Special thank you to our patrons, Druid King. Don't say that I have no sentiment. Brother Brian. This is a movie stub from our first date. Matt Troll. This is an eggshell from the first time you made me breakfast in bed. Nick. This is from the museum. The first time we... The Meg. We're together. (laughs) The Wolf. Okay, maybe I exchange gifts sometimes, but I keep the things that matter. Nurse Stacy. I don't know what to say, I'm sorry. Barky 420. Though, you're not supposed to take these. Spencer. Open the box. Gale. He can still catch, okay? Come on, get out of there. Get out of there. PK. Yeah, we're going to be fine. Get out. Dr. Lar. Yeah. Yeah, you, you did some real good thinking in there. Swole. This is Now go, because you can still catch her. And Merry Christmas from your secret Santa. Sebastian. All right, who got Chandler? Because I, I need to trade. Stone Cold Austin. He's taking her purse. Have you seen the new Mario movie? It was just, someone was just telling me yeah. it was good. It is good. It's like, uh, I think on the pitch meeting that you don't like, I think they pretty much say it's like the safest movie ever. Like, they right. don't do the accents and it's, I don't know. It's enjoyable. Jack Black's awesome. Uh, it's got Anya in it. I love Anya. So, so if it's, they don't, it's, it's good. It's, if they don't do an accent, how do they explain why he says, it's a me, Mario? Actually, they, that's very, a good question. At the very beginning, they're talking like that, and it turns out they're just making a commercial for their plumbing business. Which is so like an Italian the, plumbing business, or what? Well, they're just the Mario Brothers. I, I don't, it's just okay. their character. I'm getting on board with this. Getting sucked in a little bit. Tell me more. It's, it's entertaining. I mean, the uh, only... I mean, it's got Donkey Kong in it. What's he do? What's he uh, up to? What's he trying to do? What's well, Seth Rogen? And he's they're the donkey. The Kongs are like the best warriors. So, um, uh, Bowser's trying to get trying to marry Peach, and he does something bad. So the Peach and Mario need to go get the Kongs to help them fight a war because they can't win without him. And there's Toad. I don't know. Is there Yoshi? They actually ride on Rainbow Road on Mario Karts. Pap? That movie also made like a gajillion dollars. He's on Skype but muted? Can you hear me? Did he ever did he ever leave Skype? Uh, can you hear me? I just want to be able. Again, so. I just want to be able to hear a solid pi- a pap. I feel like pre pod he was fine. Just oh, left. left. Maybe it's like something Fuck. his computer like just clicked 
all the way off. <sighs> Gonna get a lot of post post pod banter on this one, Brett. Anything you want to say to the viewers, to the listeners? This is like the very, very end, possibly. The post post tag. Mm, no. I'm good. I got something. What? The Friends theme song says, I'll be there for you because you're there for me too. And I don't know about that theology. It's kind of like transactional. Like if you you weren't there for me, I wouldn't be there for you. But I don't know. Like (laughs) sounds more to me like I, I get what you're saying. And that might be what it literally means. But to me, it's like, we're we're bros. We're together. We're I'm there for you. You're there for me. But the using because is a really weird conjunction. And would have been good. Yeah, because you're there for me too. I'll be there for you. Because you're there for me too. And you're there for me too. And you're there for yeah. It would be fine. Trying to think of how it really is. Trying to think of how it sounds. Yes, it's not because. It is more like cuz, but still. What if he's saying cuz, comma, like my cousin? (laughs) Like, bro, you're there for me too. Yeah. (laughs) I'll go with that. Cuz, though, you're there for me too. That's right. This is the breakdown I wanted. This is perfect. Pappy? Can you hear me now? Oh, God. Did you change rooms, Pat? No. It was working earlier. This is spoilers. That was spoilers.